Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Damashek Football Program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? Hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 141 of the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available as always on iTunes and at nfl.com/slash/sheck. S H E K. The man seated to my immediate right. Is not here today. It's Adam Rank. He's off because he's a college basketball fan, and he's decided to take the remainder of this week off to focus on that. I'm a pro, though, and so is the man seated directly across from me, filling in for Adam Rank from around the league. He's been doing gangbusters work, covering free agency, and as as the draft draws closer and closer... It's Dan Hanzoos. What's the poop, fella? Hey, Dave. How are you? I didn't feel right sitting in Rank's chair, so I left it vac- vacant. I feel like he deserves at least that, even if his Well, plus you didn't is... want to sit in the, his giant beanbag chair that he sits in. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a little weird. So mm-hmm. I'm just sitting in my normal spot. All right. Well, listen, I want to kibitz with you because, first of all, as a Jets guy, these are dark, dark days mm. for you. And I want to hear about that. But also, on a happier front... I saw photos on the uh, online on the social media that you attended the office, your favorite TV show. Mm. You attended their rap party, the, I did. the the series rap party. So I want to hear about uh, some anecdotes, some Hollywood anecdotes. But that has to wait. Do you Be- want to hear about uh, me and my neighbor Craig Robinson? Hang no, out. I no. I, oh, Craig Robinson, really yeah, from the neighbor, office? Yeah. yeah, very funny guy. I've met him in the hot tub every now and then. Wait Is that true? Yeah. Really? I've met him. He's a delightful fella. I've hung out with him a couple times, yeah. Well, see, look at us. Uh, look, how we all, look how we all rub elbows with the hoi polloi of, uh, of show <laughs> business. All right, but now let's talk with the man. Is free agency one of the big-ticket items in the free agent market? Has been swept up by the Seattle Seahawks, late of the Detroit Lions defensive end supreme, out of Purdue, it's Cliff Averill. Welcome back to Studio 66. How are you, fella? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Sure. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's always a pleasure. Is it 
Is, was it a pleasure to know that as the NCAA basketball tournament <laughs> is about to launch here, that your uh, Boilermakers didn't even make it and my Indiana Hoosiers oh, are a number man. one seed? What here about that? Go. No, it's not a pleasure. You know, it's a rebuilding year. You know, we're usually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this year we just didn't make it. But, hey, there's always next year. All right. That's, that's your alma mater. <laughs> we're talking about present day, and things couldn't look better, I would think, for you going from the Lions to the Seahawks, all of a sudden, and you're one of the big reasons why, along with Percy Harvin, people are buzzing about this team as maybe the best in the NFL. How say you? I mean, last we talked, when you were in here, it was last summer, yeah. and you were considering signing a longer deal with the Lions, mm-hmm. and now you've moved out to the Pacific Northwest. How's everything sit with you at this point? Um, right now, you know, it's all it's all going pretty fast. I haven't really h- had time to sit down and, and process this whole thing. But, um, you know, uh, I'm embracing it. You know, I'm going out to Seattle. Uh, they have a great young team out there that, that's playing good ball. And, and hopefully I can fit in and, and try to, you know, make us a little bit better, I guess. Do you – have you have you ever played a game in yes, Seattle? Yes. I uh, played there a couple years ago. Uh, with when I was with Detroit and um, man, it's a it's a great atmosphere. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. I think it's the best stadium in the NFL. No question about it. No yeah. question about it. It's it's real nice and real loud. That's what you want as a defensive lineman. All right, a lot of different directions that we can go here. Um, we talked with Terrence Newman earlier in the week. He's on the free agent market, making the decision between the Raiders. And the Bengals, we went all through what the experience of being courted as a free agent's like. I want to hear about that. But Mike Tomlin said something. All the coaches are gathered in Arizona. And to me, this is the story of the 2013 offseason. Whether or not the Russell Wilson and Colin Kaepernick and RG3, the running QB, the spread offense, the pistol, whatever you want to call it, whether or not in this spring and summer the defensive coordinators of the league can somehow solve it mm-hmm. or not is going to determine who you know makes hay in January and February coming up here. How say you? You went against – well, you didn't play Kaepernick, but you did play the 49ers yeah. early in the season. Mm-hmm. You beat – Russell Wilson in the Seahawks in about halfway through the year. What do you say as a defensive player? Is this a a fad or is this the next five, six years? This is what everybody should get ready for. This year will definitely make or break that whole thing. You know, um, if offensive coordinators can kind of gauge what defensive coordinators are going to do against it, um, this will definitely gauge uh, this will tell you you know if it's just gonna be you know a fad like you said or or are the are the guys gonna be able to play it so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see you know what the d coordinators come up with what the head coaches come up with to try to stop it and if if they can then obviously you know teams are gonna go away from it well, isn't that interesting that you just talked for about 30 seconds there, but you didn't give me an answer. Will it be solved, Averill? That's the question. Will it be ha- will it be solved? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a lot of things come and go quick in this league. So, um, it's possible it could, it could continue to keep going for another year or two. Well, you want it to because you want Russell Wilson to do it. Conversely, you yep. don't want it to because Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick. stands in your way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it, it'll be interesting. Once again, it'll be interesting. I'm not sure. And what about the fact that you could make a case at least, especially if you believe, if you're someone who says that I think Kaepernick and Russell Wilson are guys that are just now starting to take off, mm-hmm. 
that the two best teams in the NFL, not I'm not talking NFC, forget about the division. I'm talking about the whole NFL might be in the same division. Are you ready for this? Because this is, this is, I don't know if you've really sat down and thought about this, but I'm here to tell you, this is the best new rivalry in, in pro football. Yeah, everybody's telling me that. Everybody's telling me that, you know, uh, these two teams are definitely one of the, the better rivals um, of the NFL, and, and it's definitely something I'm embracing, something I want to take on. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure the team is, is happy to take that that thing uh, that on. And, you know, obviously they play these guys twice a year, so each team kind of knows each other a little bit. But, um it should be fun. Should be uh, should be some some great games. Cliff, I'm I'm interested uh, from a player's perspective, um, the free agent market this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you went to the Seahawks, Super Bowl contender. You got your money. You're in a good spot. But maybe this isn't the money you thought you were going to get mm-hmm. a year ago. I mean, is that fair to say? I would agree a little bit with that. Um, the the market isn't isn't you know where most of us expected it to be as as free agents um you know the cap didn't go up that much so right. it kind of didn't help us out a little bit but um you know it is what it is uh, i'm just happy to be you know a part of this good team when you uh when you saw the market kind of forming and maybe it wasn't taking off the way you wanted it to was there a thought maybe i should take a one-year deal reestablish myself again and hit the market again or were you saying i'll get the best i can get right now um no i, I was looking at it more so okay which team could i go to and be able to you know make an impact and a team that's good you know what I mean? right so that was my biggest thing you know I, I wanted to win you know it's been a struggle my last five years obviously so I wanted to win, and then on top of that, you know, which team I know I could go make that, that impact on and, and try to hopefully get them to that next level. This is the crazy thing to me is that you add Cliff to that defense, and they also, you know, you have uh, Michael Bennett they just had. You have Bruce Irvin there. You have that amazing secondary, good linebacker. This could be a potentially historic defense now that they have a legitimate pass rush. I mean, is that is that your feeling too that you could potentially have a part of uh, being in a great defense? That's the buzz right now. Yeah. But you know, that being said, you know we look great on paper, but you got to go make it happen. You know, as a team, you got to go make it happen. So, so I believe everybody's going to embrace that um, opportunity and embrace that challenge of trying to become one of the better team, uh, one of the better D linemen or D line um, and, and better defenses. But um, once again, it's on paper. You just got to go make it happen now. Well, let's talk about what your considerations specifically were. Did the uniforms play any <laughs> role whatsoever? Because I, I, well, how oh, do you man. feel about those Seahawks uniforms? They're not for everybody. No, I like them. I like you them. Do. I mean, it gives it gives you that 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 flash that you know, uh, kind of what everybody's trying to go to. Um, you know, the college obviously college is doing a little bit of it. Um, I think it's nice. I think it's you know something different. All right, but you know, for the record, I don't mind telling you, I'm partial to the Niners uniforms, but I'm old school, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I remember you told me last year that you liked the Lions black jerseys, and yeah. you know, that's yeah, come man, on, th- yeah, that's nice. I mean, it's. I it, mean, it's not nice, but all but right. You can't, <laughs> you can't. You can't stay in your old ways, man. You know, you got to evolve a little bit. <laughs> I guess so. I'll, I'll try my best. Talk about the lions and what was that like now you're away from them i'm not looking to i'm not looking for you to um you know <laughs> to to burn them no, now that you're gone but no. what's to me i got to tell you i feel like i i in the off say before last season started i said the lions are not going to make the playoffs mm-hmm. i felt like they were going to regress a little bit mm-hmm. And sure enough, they did. They because they didn't do anything to fix the secondary, and it seems like they still haven't done anything to really fix that secondary. Is this team what? Best guess is this team 
was that a was that a, a little slip up last season, and then they get back into the mix in the NFC North in thirteen, or is this the way it's going to be? I'm not sure, but I know I know you know they let a lot of key guys go. I would say that you know um, they've tried to bring a few other guys in, but you know they let a few guys go. You know, back is retired. You know, so it's going to be a lot of new faces on the team. So maybe they're they're going for the you know a whole new thing right now. I don't know, but. Um, you know, last year definitely was a you know a, a bad year, obviously. But uh, I, I feel like Schwartz and those guys can get guys to play and, and go out there. It's just Schwartz can. I mean, I, I I hate to put it to you like that, but to me, that's to me the the question I have. I don't know. There's the one good season he had, but are we sure that this is the guy to get that team to a championship level? I mean, I I can only you know hope nothing but the best for those guys. I I don't know, I don't know, but I think I think he can get to 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 the main guys to to get us over. I mean, you still got CJ now. They got Reggie Bush, got Matt. You're always going to be in the game with those guys, mm-hmm. you know. So now it's just all about you know guys getting the other guys on on board and and trying to you know be consistent. I think that's what we lacked. Did it feel like does to me from the outside it seems like they're robbing Peter to pay Paul? I mean, so so they let Vanden Bosch and you go, and then they bring in Reggie Bush. It's kind of like all right, so fine. So now you have that playmaker, but at the cost of what? Now that what the strength that you had is now gone. True. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could. I guess you could look at it like that. You know, like you said, they they got rid of you know a lot of guys on defense, and and you know you only got a couple weapons on on offense. But you still have to defend, so it'll be interesting. I think I think they can pull it off, you know, if if you know, coach, um, if they go out and get some more guys. When free agency started, were you in your mind? Were you already thinking that your time at the Lions was over? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, kind of figured that. Um, either that, or like, kind of like trying to back me down to a, a corner, almost in a sense. Right. But I, I think. I kind of I had that feel, you know, that because they weren't really talking to me or, you know, wasn't really trying to make anything happen. One thing that I found interesting was that, you know, they they franchise tagged you. Uh, <laughs> you made ten point six million. You had another nice season for them, mm-hmm. and then you signed a deal with Seattle that annually pays less than what the franchise tag was. Something to me doesn't add up. What, what exact was there? Uh, just did it reach a point where the a divorce was happening and that was it? <laughs> They didn't offer me anything, one. Um, And then, once again, like I said, the market, you know, if you look at it, I mean, only a few guys really signed signed big deals this year, you know. Um, So, so that was kind of with the whole um, you know, cap not really going up and a lot of teams didn't have money to spend on guys. Yeah, Dave, like Cliff is not alone in this. I mean, you look at Jake Long, who a lot of people view as one of the best left tackles in the league. He got less money this year than Ben Grubbs, a guard, got last year. I mean, and Long plays a premium position. It's just the market is just upside down. I'm not sure why you're condescending to me, Dave. (laughs) I know all this. Was that a slap in the face? Is that how I should have taken it, Cliff? Uh, Yeah, like you didn't know what's going on. I mean, obviously I do. Shame on you for that. Yes. Thank you, Percy Harvin, your new teammate. That was just him right there. He visited us in Studio 66. All right. I'm fascinated by the free agency process. Again, it seems very much like you're a beautiful woman being courted by gentlemen suitors. Did they take you out to dinner in Seattle? Um, no, we didn't go out to dinner, but, you know... Had, didn't even take you for a meal? Uh, man, I was a cheap date, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you know, they 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 called and they, they embraced me. I mean, I, I felt the love, 
kind of sort of as you would say but um you know it, it's definitely like you say they they try to you know get you out there and make you feel comfortable and that's what they did with me Pete Carroll called you Pete called me Pete Carroll called me what's he like I, he's real rah-rah kind of guy yeah everybody up there is kind of rah-rah like everybody's hyper everybody's happy which is which is good because i mean they have a good team so you know if if they were losing i'm pretty sure it wouldn't be the same way (laughs) where you will you live in seattle proper right in the downtown kind of area i'm not sure i haven't even like i said i haven't even started looking for a place i've i've been on the move ever since i I signed with them i've been you know some everywhere so i haven't really sat down and thought about it but um you know hopefully It'll be somewhere nice. <laughs> I'll say this, man. It's beautiful up there. Yeah. And live in the downtown because they have all sorts of good food and everything. Yeah, it gets expensive, though, man. Well, what are you worried about? <laughs> don't, don't play that game with me. I don't know. I'm not asking for any money or anything. I understand you have to do that with your family and friends. Like, yeah. listen, I'm not made out of money. I can just give, I'm not asking for it. I'm just giving that piece of friendly nah, advice. I appreciate that's that. I appreciate Now, if I happen to be in Seattle for a weekend, we it wouldn't be some, nice nah, if we, we went. We all right. <laughs> Most famous cliff. Where do you rank among cliffs in history? Because I got, I got Cliff Lee, the pitcher. <laughs> I've got Cliff Clavin, the guy who sat next to Norm in Cheers. There's oh, okay. Jimmy Cliff, the reggae star. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, there's not Heath though. Cliff Huxtable. Yeah, I'm still... yeah, Cliff Huxtable. He's... Yeah, Dr. Heath Cliff. Yeah. Huxtable, you know, I mean, I th- he might be at the very top of that list. No I'm... doubt. Then there's Clifford, the red dog, the big red dog. Oh, oh, please. That's not even a question. <laughs> oh, Black Tie has something to say. That was Rob Riggle weighing in there. What do, what do you think there, Black Tie? What's the correct answer to that? Got to go with my man Cliff Averill, man. You oh, don't be like that. Not. Have dignity, Black Tie. Your, you don't think that. Hey, he's, no, on, he's, on, he's, on a, he's on Russell Wilson's team now. And you know how I feel about Russell Wilson. So. Oh, yeah, he does. Okay, okay. He's very sweet on well, Russell Wilson. Man crush situation. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever uh, this? He's a grown man back there, Black Tie, yeah, and he always yeah. talks about how Russell Wilson throws a sexy deep ball. Do you I, agree? I always talk about it. You say that, Do, like you actually say that. Hey, I'm Russell Wilson, and I throw a sexy deep ball. He said it, not me. <laughs> he's a he's a poor rookie being taken advantage of. Black Tie sticks a microphone in his face and says, say this, rookie. And he's like, oh, I guess I have to because he, he works at the NFL I would, Network. I'm going to have to talk to Russell about that one, too. Straighten <laughs> him out. Yeah, he shouldn't be saying I, stuff I like sense that. like a restraining order in the future. <laughs> Who are we going producer. with? So what's the correct answer there, Averill? Uh, Who's our favorite Cliff? Uh, it's not, I'm not ahead of any of those guys. I'd go with uh, the Huxtable. Uh, he's yeah, I think yeah. you got to He's he's, Cosby, an, yeah. he's an MD yeah, after yeah, all, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. He, he was an OBGYN. He brought a lot of lives into the world, you know. Good for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, who do you have Cliff Averill in uh, your in your brackets then? You feel I, fill those out every year? Uh, I no, no. This year I, I didn't fill it out one because Purdue's not in it, and two, I've been stressing out with this whole free agency thing, so I haven't been paying attention. So uh, I, you know what? So what? you still got to. You know what I like though? If you really don't fill it out in honor of Purdue not making it, I hail you. <laughs> I think that's a cool move. Did you say it doesn't count to me? It doesn't exist. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Purdue's not in it. It doesn't matter. But that being said, I hope none of my boilermakers are mad. I have been paying attention to. IU, you know, uh, and they've been playing some great ball, so you got to give them credit, you know. Uh, so much, much, much respect to those guys, and hopefully they can make it far. My Northeastern Huskies made it to the CAA finals, but got cut down 
Uh, so I just want to throw that in. That's, that's <laughs> tough for me. CAA it's kinda, finals? It's yeah. kind of brought the conversation uh, yeah. to a halt, hasn't it? That, that's also at an end now. Yeah. <laughs> after after that bond mod. Um, wow. So Cliff Averill. Seattle, how much of it is – because I'm interested on the human level. Mm-hmm. Now, you say you knew you were done in Detroit. Yeah. How much of it, as you're out there – and you don't, you can tell us or you don't have to tell us – how many teams did you meet with? How much of it does it matter to you that Seattle's a cool city and that the food is good there? <laughs> and I met a couple guys on the team, and they seem like fun guys that I can hang out with. Does any of those do any of those things? Or right. is it just like, hey, Seattle is building a winner, and that's what I want to be a part of? Uh, it was more so Seattle's building a good team over there. Um, you know, I, I didn't know much about the city. Uh, now that that I have signed, you know, a lot of people are telling me that's a great city. Like you said, a lot of good restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, it's more so, you know, I had a chance. They The opportunity uh, presented itself, and, and I knew, you know, just from playing them and watching watching them on TV and all that good stuff that they had a good thing going on over there. A lot of young guys, a lot of competitors. And uh, just said, man, am I, I want to be a part of it. Crazy thing is I'm only 26, and they're telling me I'm one of the older guys on the team. Hmm. So, so that's kind of crazy in itself. So, uh, you know, I jump into that veteran role, that leader role quick. Practically speaking, how much conversation have you had, if any, about Gus Bradley leaves? How much is the defense going to change? I haven't. I haven't talked to anybody about that. Um, but, you know, some of the the different things they're trying to do as far as for with me, you know, I'll be standing up a lot more than I have in my career. So hmm. that would so be fun. And But, you know, I played linebacker in college. So that would be fun. Me too. <laughs> that would be fun. Don't laugh at that. <laughs> All right, fine. I didn't play. <laughs> the NFL game is not played in Studio 66. Keep it quiet, Steve Smith. All right, no one asks you. Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, I'll be doing a lot of different things, but it would be fun. As long as I'm rushing, as long as I'm getting after the quarterback, you know, it'll all be good. Well, you, you're working at about, over the last three seasons, about uh, ten sacks each year, mm-hmm. and I expect you to – Continue. Take a run at that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I, you know, I want to want to get back up there and and hopefully make some big plays. Like I said, to to get some some wins. Last thing, I know there's been a lot of buzz. I, t- as far as I'm concerned, way too much. In fact, about all Richard Sherman's trash talking. <laughs> um, I think it's delightful. I think it's fun. Anything yeah. that perpetuates rivalry in my book is good. It's good for the NFL for you guys to pre- be perceived as not liking one another. Yeah, too perceived. much of. Don't you think so? But you, you know what, though? I really think if I'm if I were the commissioner of the NFL, one of the first things I would say is I'd get everybody together and I would say no more of this nonsense of announcing publicly that you're friends with guys on the other team. <laughs> Do it on your own time, but don't be talking that way because it because we fans want to feel like you don't like the other city. It's our city against their city, you know? No, but half the time, I'd say 80% of the time, None of the guys, the guys that play on these teams aren't even from the city that they're playing for. Oh, sure, so, yeah. So you can't necessarily hate – I can't necessarily hate the Jaguars. I'm from Jacksonville. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't hate the city or whatever. So I think a lot of times, you know, fans do get that kind of switched up a little bit. But, no, I mean, we're all professional athletes. We have respect for each other. So you can't can't be mad at – can't – Who would win? Who would win? I think it would be a cool thing to do. What if, like the Olympics, everybody's from a nation, obviously, when you play? Same sort of uh, approach. What if you had to play with it? The only guys you could have on your team had to be from, like, a 60-mile radius of the city. 
You know? So, like, you, Jacksonville, you, Cliff Averill, the only team he could play for is the Jags. Who would win that one? Who would win? The, the Dolphins? Would they win? Would Miami have the most good players? Yeah, probably. Miami, yeah, Miami probably would win. Hopefully, Jacksonville can somehow get into that <laughs> would it all be? Would it be unsatisfying for the rest of the country because it would be all Florida? Well, no, because Dallas would be good and Dallas, Houston Dallas would be good. Dallas would be good. And then, obviously, Cali, you know, so Cali teams would be good also. Everywhere else is kind of. Pittsburgh? No, they're not. They're not. No, 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 no take no. it back. Those, those, <laughs> those are the top three. Those, are, those three teams would win it every year. One of those three teams would win it. It'd every always year. be a Florida thing. Yep. How excited are you? And then I'll let you go. How excited are you though for a year from now? Um, for you're from SEC country, but then you go up to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. By the way, how'd that happen? Was it just a recruiting thing? A uh, recruiting thing. None of the big schools recruited me actually coming out. You know, I I, I started playing football tenth grade. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So none of the schools recruited me. Uh, none of the big schools recruited me. All the other schools did. Um, and you know, I I say this lightly. I, I didn't want to be in college for more than four years. I didn't want a redshirt. Mm-hmm. So uh, I knew I had a great chance of playing as a true freshman at Purdue and ended up fortunately happening and been uh, How fun you know, is that going to be, though, when they when you, when you have that four-team playoff? That's going to be the best thing in sports. Uh, is it? it? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that with football. I don't necessarily know how I feel about, you know, uh, a playoff atmosphere for football. There's too many games. Um you probably not even going to have your best players out there because it's so much football and guys getting hurt. Um, all right. And uh, lastly, you were you, you talked last year. We thought you were a good guy. And you got a camp going now. Talk yes. about that. Yeah, I have a camp back in Jacksonville, uh, <clears throat> actually, that, I, that I'm putting on this year, June 29th. Um, it's a free camp, you know, uh, just want, it's, it's 16 and up. So it's high school kids basically. Oh, I was just about to say I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> it's high school kids and you can sign up at cliff camp dot even event dot com. And, um, you know, it's a free camp and just, just sign up and, uh, I'll see everybody there. We'll tweet that out and also we'll put it on, uh, NFL.com slash Shaq S H E K. We got to make sure we get that information up there. What kind of stuff's going on out there? Oh man. You know, I'm going to have a lot of, a lot of players out, you know, Percy's going to come out, Percy Harvin. Uh, so I know a lot of people would be happy about that. You know, me and him, we've known each other before we started playing. We oh, played, how cool. Yeah, we live right down the street from each other, actually, in Jacksonville. So um, that's that's pretty cool. But I have a lot of guys, you know, come out, you know, um, from the Lions and, and, and Jaguars or whatnot and just run through, you know, drills with the kids and, and you know, give them some inspiration because I never had it, you know, I never had any professional athlete come to my high school and teach me anything. So I think it would be pretty cool. Oh, fantastic stuff. And so for all positions, you go out there and you'll all get some professional-level coaching up there. Most definitely. All right, that's excellent. And um, what about Blaine Gabbert in Jacksonville? Do you watch that at all? Who's uh, <laughs> That team, Like, did you ever look at that team as a possible uh, landing spot for you? I didn't want to go back home. I'm not picking on him. I'm just saying that team in general seems rudderless. I didn't, I didn't want to go back home, not, not, just, not just yet in my career. Uh, you know, playing back home would be a headache, so I definitely didn't even look at the Jags. Isn't it funny? I was talking – I had that conversation the other day with somebody. There are very few stories in the NFL and maybe even in sports in general, very few nice stories about guys playing in their hometown. Very rarely does that work out. No, no, I mean, being from a distance, you know, you don't have to worry about tickets. You don't oh, have yeah, to worry right. about all these different things. And then now you got to turn – like, now you're back at home, you got to turn down, you know – 
all your friends from coming to the games because you know twenty thirty tickets that adds up pretty quick you know so so uh, yeah we are you already said you're not made out of money we know see there you go you know I'm very cheap so um, (laughs) now we're gonna go (laughs) we'll we'll go we're gonna go you're gonna find here's your responsibility. Between now and football season, you yeah. find a nice place in downtown Seattle. Yep. You and me will go Dutch. <laughs> Let's do it. Are you and Percy going <laughs> to stay in the same room then? Is that the pro- is that the number one candidate to same room? Don't you guys? Oh, so you guys don't have to sh- uh, share a room ever? I'm talking about during camp or something? Or? Yeah, whenever. Don't you have to share rooms anytime during football season? Uh, I don't know how they do it, but I know with the Lions, you don't. You, I'd rather pay not to not to stay with somebody. I mean, I'm past the roommate stage. <laughs> Wait a second, did you a, know this? Hansis? Yeah, that's like a bygone era. That's like it is. I thought guys still stayed with each other. Or yeah. oh, see, I'm old school. No, I did. No, we stopped. We stopped doing that. <laughs> All right. See, so sometimes I do have some uh, some things that I need to be updated on. All right. Fair enough, Hansus. Point to you. All right, Cliff Averill, looking good in purple. Yes. You're going to look good in that. Uh, in that blue of the Seattle Seahawks. But if you if you have any sway over there, tell them that the uniform monitor, a.k.a. me, <laughs> thinks that they should wear the original Seahawks uniforms. Though, you know, you've seen the Steve Large and Jim Zorn get-ups, right? The yeah. silver hats with that royal blue. That was a nice look. Nah, it was. It was. Black but, shoes. But, you know, it's a new thing they got going on right. right now. You know, new team. Nice things going. All right. Listen, I am sincerely over the moon to watch this rivalry. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm happy for you because you're a nice fella. And again, give the uh, give the website where people can uh, get in on your camp there. June 29th, you said, right? Yes, sir. June 29th, AvrilFootballCamp.EventBright.com. All right, and we're also uh, conducting the voting for the Land of the Fox. One of the Lindsays is going to get in. It's desirable soil. Who's foxier, Lindsay Lohan Uh-oh. or Lindsay Vaughn, Tiger, Wo- Tiger Woods' new lady? Is he dating her now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have pictures out and everything. I didn't know that was official, but um, <laughs> it's official. Oh, it's official. Uh, Facebook official. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, it's making it too hard. Lindsay Lohan. I'm He's going, going Lohan. Like All right. Upset. Okay. Oh, <laughs> hands are <laughs> supreme. All right. Cliff Averill, what a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. There he goes out of Studio Sixty Six. Oh, look at that! And Black Tie shakes a hand like a man. Now that's good to see. Black Tie, you're growing as an adult male. You shake a man's hand and look him in the eye. I told you I learned my lesson with uh, Brian McKinney. You always have to go in for the handshake, not the fist bump, because no. it gets awkward if they don't. You're not know a child. Five. It's not a child thing. It's just it was easier that day. You know, I was working. I'm a busy guy behind the glass, but from now on. Always the handshake. Like a man does it. Yeah, it was embarrassing, Hanzoos. You weren't in here that day. He, Bryant McKinney, Mount McKinney is in here. No no more manly man than this mountain of a man. man. Black tie. Like a dainty little lady, he's just telling the story. He put his oh little mitt gosh. on top of the uh, on top of the hand as though he expected a kiss on it. Zeus, it was one of those awkward handshake uh, slash fist bump. Yeah, you're not quite sure. Both guys are switching out back yeah. and forth. That's one so, of the worst things. Yeah. in social etiquette. Um, all right, now Hanzoos, real quick before we wrap it up. What uh, so you like Cliff Averill? I like yes, I like Cliff. He's a nice guy. I talked to him last year, and he really did. Let's let's face it. He turned down a three-year, thirty million dollar deal from the Lions, and took a two-year, thirteen million dollar deal a year later. I mean, that's a tough market for a guy that's a good player in his prime, a pass rusher. It just shows you 
what's going on in the league right now. I absolutely agree. I absolutely hear you, but I also cannot get over that feeling that most fans will say it's still a lot of money. So I, I don't feel that bad for him. Plus, I, I I happen to think he's a nice guy and he's not going to rip the Detroit Lions on his way out the door. Yeah. But he's in a better spot now. He's in a he's Seattle is a cool city. That team is on the rise. I don't know what's going to be with that Lions team. Reed, I mean, listen, he gave no indication there, but I have a feeling that he probably knows that too. So he's in yeah. a better place in life. That's yeah, a lot of guap he left on the table, though. A lot of guap. Yeah. Check doesn't know what that is. I have Don't no idea what guap is. How was the Mula, office rap Do you party? know what moolah is? Yeah, of course. Clams. Simoleons. Yeah, I know. I know something. Scratch. How was the... <laughs> yeah, uh, how was the uh, how was the office rap party? Uh, it was it was excellent. Um, I am a huge fan of the show. Not so much the last three or four seasons, but you know I liked it longer than most people did. I liked yeah. uh, I liked uh, James Spader. I thought he was very funny Robert on it. But California. this season has been just abysmal. It's really yeah. gotten off the rails in a big way. I and Mark Sessler and I have talked about this many times. In fact, he's extremely jealous because I got my photo taken with. Jenna Fisher, who plays Pam Beasley, the receptionist. Bees! Um, exactly. Um, no, <laughs> I lost my train of thought from that one. Uh, no, but that show, when it was at its height, I mean, we're talking season through season three, to me, it was the best sitcom of its generation. So getting to go and see everyone there and, you know, have an open bar. Which it's is a nice, strong you statement know. you make there. I'll go 30 Rock. Best of hey. the generation, as in the of the 21st century? Let's say of the aughts, yeah. Of the aughts? Yeah, I'll go uh, Parks and Recreation. Is Not even pretty close. Strong. Not even close. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, <coughs> Arrested Development. Arrested Development counts in the 21st century. Yeah. But uh, like I say, 30 Rock, to me, that's one I don't understand. Otherwise, very funny people whose, uh, whose opinions... I uh, I like to hear on things. A lot of people just flat out didn't watch Thirty Rock, which is strange to me. Yeah, that's a huge mistake. It's a very forgettable show. It's enjoyable, but it's also very, like it's not. It it's live action animation. It's like exactly. watching The Simpsons, but with real people in it. Exactly. It's, it's absurdist. And here's so, one thing that Thirty Rock deserves credit for: while The Office, as much as I love it, really stumbled to its close. Thirty Rock, its final season was excellent. So I mean, they they had some lulls, like any show has when you have that many episodes. But that was a really Strong sitcom. I also left out years. Louie is a good one yeah, from the twentieth twenty first century. You know what's good that doesn't get and a lot of love? Enthusiasm. A series that doesn't get a lot of love is uh, Wilfred on FX. I don't know if you guys watch Wilfred. I That's haven't seen a lot of it. Decent. I tried it. I tried it. It's not in that category. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's shows. more dark comedy, but it's pretty. You know, Fabiano is a, a, a freak when it comes to Curb Your Enthusiasm. In fact, he he's lent me, uh, he has every season on DVD. But I never, I don't know, I never thought that was quite as good as what everyone else said. Oh, I, 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 you know, I'll say about Curb Your Enthusiasm that it's, to me, it's a it's sort of a better, less cartoony version of Seinfeld. I mean, it's basically what happens if you take Kramer, the cartoon character, the clown out of it, and just make it more grounded. I mean, that's, right. you can see that obviously it came from the same brand because it's very much the same sort of uh, minutia from life and uh, and all that sort of thing. All right, Black Tie, real quick, you have to do your shout-out, and then we're going to wrap it up here. But I also want to say, earlier in the week, we put it to a poll again, nfl.com slash Sheck, S-H-E-K. We're trying to decide which Lindsay gets into the land of the fox, the most desirable soil in all the Sheck Republic. It's only where the foxiest foxes reside. It's down Devon 
or Lohan, your vote, Hanzoos? I I was happy that Cliff Avril or Avril went with Lindsay Lohan because I like an underdog story, a comeback story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put her in and bank on that she cleans up her act and she hits age 30 or so as a great redemptive tale. Wow, interesting. You yeah. and uh, Adam Rank parking your cars in the same garage with ver- with virtually the same sentiment. I asked our own at NFL Network, Lindsay Rhodes, the host of Total Ooh. Access, and of course you know Lindsay Rhodes. She's a Lindsay, so I figured she's an authority. I asked her to rank herself and the other Lindsays of note in history. Formerly Lindsay Soto. Yeah, formerly Lindsay Soto. Lindsay Rhodes put herself at number one. She said, hey, if I don't love myself, who will? And I said, I admire that, but of course, I can't do that. And she said, well, then, you know, isn't that (laughs) tough for you going through life that you don't hold yourself in high esteem? And I said, yeah, it is tough for me. (laughs) Wait, yeah. who's a Dave that immediately <laughs> comes to mind as better than you? Letterman? Yeah. How about that? No, yeah, no, that's the one that came to mind for me, too. Yeah, I mean, look, I can go on and on. I don't even have to, <laughs> that's the end of it. I mean, but. Not We're trying to keep this to Type 45, All guys. I know <laughs> is this. I just will tell you this much. Now, forget about Dave's. I'm just talking about people I know. I'm in my own, I'm in my top 25 or 30 or so favorite people. I'm just not in my own top five or so. <laughs> Are you? No, I mean, I, I hate myself, so definitely not. In my <laughs> All right, good. Five. See? That's why we get along. Because oh we both hate you and we both hate me. <laughs> black tie. Complete opposite of you guys. Like, I have a lot of haters, but I love myself. I think that that's true of black tie. I think that that's what I admire and envy the most in other people is when I can sense that they believe in themselves and enjoy themselves. <laughs> I wish I had that. Um... So she said herself one, Vaughn, no, Lindsay Wagner, a.k.a. the Bionic Woman, two, Lindsay Vaughn, three, Lindsay Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac, four, and Lindsay Lohan, last. Doesn't matter who comes in between as long as I. There's also Ted Lindsay, the former Detroit uh, Red Wings GM. There's uh, Lindsay Lindsay Graham, the senator. There's Lindsay Hunter, the old point guard from the... Uh, from the Pistons. Oh, yeah. He's unfortunately named like a female. That's right. He's the head coach now of the uh, Phoenix Suns, That's I want right. to say. Yep. He is? Name. Yeah. Lindsey Hunter is the head coach of the yep. Phoenix Suns? Interim head coach. Wow. Yep. I am not paying much attention to the NBA. <laughs> what an unfortunate name. All right. So all, we've, we've taken care of a lot of business. I encourage you to go back and listen to 140... Was it 140 with Terrence Newman? 140, yes. 140 with Terrence Newman. Great stuff. He's a swell fella. Not unlike uh, Cliff Averill. Just was there. Let's round it out, though, with Black Tie's special shout-out of the week. It's time for Black Tie shout-outs. I like to give a shout-out to. Put a shout-out to. I just want to give a shout-out All right, guys, shout out this week. As you guys know, last week when you guys said I was on vacation again, I was actually working. Like I, I said, I said you were on assignment. Oh. Rank's the one who said that you were on vacation. Oh. Either way, I was working in Hollywood. It was NFL player, pro Hollywood boot camp. So it was like NFL players working on who want, who want to be involved in the movie industry, directing, acting, you know, so on and so forth. Gerald McCoy from the Buccaneers was out there. Sean Alexander was out there. Um, so, you know, Darius Edward Bay was out there, actually. It was the hmm. day he got cut from the Raiders. Ouch. Wow. He did not seem to care at all. He was totally 
having a blast. He he wants to be really? a director, so he was just having fun listening because they had Peter Berg who did uh, directed Hancock, Friday Night sure. Lights, wow. so on and so forth. Anthony Anderson. I hope the well. Steelers signed Darius Hayward Bay as a side. Hey, I'll, I'll pick him up hey, for how, sure. How come you didn't reference that Peter Berg directed Battleship? <laughs> <laughs> he also directed the uh, the Sly Stallone Formula One picture. Ooh. What yeah. was that one called? Like speed? Not well, it wasn't called speed. It was another word. It was woeful. I just remember the Quick. scene where the car drives by and the woman's dress comes up from the trailer. Yeah, fast. <laughs> it was something. It was, driven? Drive? Driven. Driven. driven yeah. Dumpster. Anyway, so on one of the days last week, they actually had a film shoot. So we go out there. It's the War of the World set. Um, Spielberg's famous movie at Universal Studios. and we go Certainly his most famous work. His well, famous movie. <laughs> well, I mean, it's for, it's for the grandeur of it all. I mean, that okay. whole set is still there. Uh-huh. And so we go out there, and it's a six, seven-hour shoot, and it's all it's all good and dandy for the directors, for the actors. They're, you know, they're somewhat busy. But the guys I have to give a shout-out to are, like, the guys who really don't do much. They're just there. Like, the guy holding up the boom mic. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy is there for seven hours, literally holding up a boom mic. The scripty, which is the script su- supervisor, I know it's a scripty now because I'm a Hollywood guy. That's what they call him <laughs> Hollywood. Um, she, well, it was a she, and her job is just take down. Hey, take one was this, take two was this, and she has to. She's basically the. Uh, I've never check. heard it heard as a. I've never heard that role as re- referred scripty? to as a scripty. I've always hey. heard it as a script soup. Script is what I heard. All right. So her job is basically is to fact check the whole script. So if anything right. goes wrong, props, whatever, she just has to be there to jot all that stuff down. I'm like, those guys, man, that's where the magic happens. Yeah, well, guys, that's that's tedious work. You're it, absolutely it is, right. Ab- it's for a five-minute mini-movie, that's what they shot. It took us about six, seven hours. It well, was ridiculous. I, I agree with you, and it's funny because they, the guys who you don't get enough credit are the camera guys. When you see people out doing those field shoots and everything mm-hmm. and, and the sound guys, all that stuff is super heavy. It and is. I didn't for like the first three or four years because it's a union violation, theoretically, for you to touch that stuff. You're not hmm. allowed to pick those things up. But once in a while, you're traveling in an airport with these guys. And I'll say, oh, I'll get, let me give you a hand with that. It's heavy. I could barely pick it up. Yes, that's a good shout-out today, it's, Black Tie. It's really tough. It's a tough and job, so shout-out to them. It'll make you feel better to know that those guys are paid enormous amounts of money because that of is their true. unions. That is true. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not a, it's, it's a tough gig. It's not a terrible gig. Get into it. Yeah, a good piece of advice if you don't know what you want to do with life, but you're physically able-bodied uh, young man especially – Head out to Hollywood and get in one of those <laughs> unions. Be a, be a stagehand. Life can be a whole lot worse. That's my tip to you. Looked like you had something to throw in there, Hans. No? I was just going to say, uh, yeah, union money is great. Uh, I was listening to Howard Stern on the way into the office today, and he was complaining that a door needed to be fixed, and it was going to cost $3,000 because the union was, was involved. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's pretty much yeah. the, the way it goes. All right, and uh, it's definitely better than being on the New York Jets. Um, all right, and <laughs> with that new, said, yeah, listen, I want to th- spend more time on the Jets, but Black Tie, you know how he is. He doesn't want to indulge that conversation right now. He has somewhere to go. I don't know where he has to be, but uh, who's your favorite Cliff, by the way? <laughs> My favorite? I'm serious, Cliff Averill. I'm not, I'm not even playing. I guess you're right. I have to make him my favorite, yeah. too. I don't know any of the other guys, although I feel like I know Clavin. I spent a lot of time with him in that bar. It's like I years. know the man just like I hang out with Craig Robinson. There's no big deal, you know? No oh, we deal. left out uh, Cliff Klingsbury, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Listen, 
for an, a conversation for another time. We may or may not be back with another podcast later in the week for you. We may f- do one more. We're on a roll here, Black Tie. We've, we, we've done five podcasts in the last six or seven days. I like this. See? Most people, it's the off season. For us, it's prime time. Hope you'll stick with us. In the meantime, though, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.